the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? So glad you're hanging out with me. Today is Theological Thursday. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Hey, listen, if you're in the DMV, that means you're listening uh, to me uh, on WAVA uh, 105.1 FM, the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. Thanks a lot for tuning in. That covers all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. And for those of you who are on my socials, I'm waving at you right now. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we kick off the week with Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then, of course, on Saturday, we have a special show, show from 7 to 7.30. Let me know how you like that show. It's a special we press together every weekend adjust for you. And today on Theological Thursday, I want to talk about the theology of healing, the theology of healing. What does the Bible say about divine healing? Um, and uh, do, you, do you still believe that God is a, a healing God? And if so, how do, you, how do you affect it? How do you bring it into uh, your life? Or how do you even pray for other people who are in need of healing? And uh, while I'm talking about the theology of healing, of course, I would not dare as a pastor uh, just talk about it theologically without praying for you if that is a need in your life. And so if you need healing, make sure you give me a call. Uh, my lines are open now, so if I were you, I'd jump on as soon as you can. Here is my number, 888-432-7434, I'm going to pray. I'm going to commit our time to the Lord. I'm going to give you a little bit of Bible teaching, a little bit of theology to give you a framework anyway on healing. And then I'm going to take your phone calls about the theology of healing, or maybe you just need healing yourself, okay? So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you are the God that heals, and you may do it different ways at different times for different reasons. But we thank you, Lord, we can trust you even with our healing. We commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. 
That's andersonspeaks.com. Or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Why don't you go there and register to be a gracist? My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We are talking about the theology of healing. What does the scripture say about divine healing? Feel free to give me a call if you have a question or a concern. Let's go to Landover, Maryland and talk to Tony, our first caller today. Hello, Tony. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Hello, sir. Hello, Pastor. Hello, Dr. Anderson. I have had a a long-running issue with uh, thoughts after death and with primary reference to Luke 16, the rich man and Lazarus, um, how the rich man was able to talk to Abraham. The issue comes because in Psalm 104.29 and 146.2, it says, while I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto the Lord. But 146 verse 4 says, his breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that day, his thoughts perish. Mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 says, the living know that they shall die, and the dead know nothing. Well, if the dead know nothing, if his thoughts perish, how then can the rich man be able to vocalize to Abraham? That's a very good question. Very good question. Luke chapter 16 is a parable. uh, So that right there is something you want to make note of. It's a good observation to know it's a parable. A parable is a story, an analogy that Jesus teaches in order to get a point across. All right. So we're not saying that that actually happened. We're saying it's as if this happened. Uh, Let me tell you a story about what it's like. And if it were, Uh you see, if it were true that Abraham uh, bosom, as they would call it for the Luke 16 passage. If it were true, uh, the rich man, if he could talk, this is what he would say. And if he, if he says it, uh, this is what would happen. And that is he'd never be able to get to the other side, that there is a deep chasm between them. But I think the biggest observation for you is that it is a parable. Do you understand? So it's a picture to look at. That's right. It's a picture to look at. It's not literal, meaning it doesn't necessarily mean that this is actually what is happening. It's a picture. Yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, in, for the listener's sake, I didn't confuse anybody. Not at all. But what you want to do with parables is find out what is the main point of a parable, because that's it's kind of like a preacher giving an illustration. Uh, I may give yes. a picture, an illustration, but what's the point? Oh, yes, what's yes. the point of it? And that's what's most yes. important. Does that make sense? I, it does. It does. Uh, thank you for you. Thank you for helping clear that up. I, I was always bothered by that, and I didn't look at it from the standpoint of a parable. Right. But if you say it's something as a reference to look at and give you some consideration of what could be possible, correct? That does make. Sense. Excellent. Thank you very much, Dr. Anderson. It is my pleasure. Thanks for hanging out with me, Mr. Tony, from Landover, Maryland. If you want to give me a call, call me while my lines are open. Uh, we're talking about healing today. It's Theological Thursday, so we can get a little theological. We can get biblical. Uh, what does the Bible, what does the Scriptures have to say about divine healing? I'm going to talk to you about the number of times God healed. I'll leave you with a click hang- cliffhanger, if you will, before I go to my break. And that is this. And if you want to call to give me your thought on it, you can. If you're on my Facebook page, type in what you think. But uh, here's here's the question. Jesus healed in two ways. He either spoke a healing or he touched somebody physically. So a spoken word of healing or a touch. What do you think Jesus did more of 
when he healed people. If you take all the healing of the Bible, not the Bible, all the healing of Jesus in the New Testament, right? Uh, and some people he healed just by speaking a word. Other people he healed by touching them, like the woman uh, was uh, healed because she touched the hem of his garment. So healing through touching, healing through speaking. Which one do you think Jesus did more of? If you were to count them up. Hmm? Well, you let me know. I'm going to tell you after the break. I'm running to my commercial break right now. Did Jesus heal through touching more or did he heal through speaking more? Hmm, there's a little trivia for you. 888-432-7434. That is my number in studio. You want to call me? Give me the answer you think it is or maybe you have your own need for healing. I wouldn't mind praying for you. In fact, I, I insist. I'll be right back. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. And you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors go to laser with a z landscaping llc on facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn 240-516-4967 for those who live in the prince george's county and surrounding areas their number once again 240-516-4967 it's laser landscaping or just ask for the owner fidel and make sure you tell fidel that Dr. Anderson says. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? We're talking about the theology of healing. Do you believe that God uh, still heals? And specifically in the scriptures, what do you think, uh, what do you think about divine healing and, and Jesus' specific healing in the New Testament? Do you think that most of his healing was done by speaking 
or by touching? Hmm. That's a trivia question. I'm going to give you the answer to it soon. But let me go to Carrie in Haymarket, Virginia. Hello, Miss Carrie. Thanks for calling. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Um, I would like to ask, well, I'm kind of um, confused on, um, you know, whether or not you're supposed to lay hands on on people because in 1 Timothy 5.22, uh, God's word says don't be hasty of laying hands on people unless you want to share their sin. So, you know, I do know that that, that Jesus did lay hands on people and, you know, the, um, the story that you had given with the um, lady uh, touching the hem of Jesus' garment. And, and when she done so, um, Jesus turned around and said um, he felt power leaving from him who touched him mm-hmm. and he turned around so i'm like you know where does that fall with you know with the first timothy five twenty two? well first you of know all, with the laying of hands yeah. on people because i'm hesitant when i when i go to church with people laying hands on me right um so i'll take my take uh the answer off the air so i can really get a, a you know a, a, a good um feel of this you got it. Thank you so much, Miss Carey, from Haymarket, Virginia. It's a good question. And so let me uh, read the verse so everybody understands what you're referring to in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22. It says, Do not be hasty in, laying, in the laying on of hands, and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. So what is Paul talking about? Well, Paul is not talking about healing. He's not talking about the laying on of hands for healing. Paul is actually talking about the leaders of the church laying on of hands for younger leaders and putting them in positions of leadership. And so you may remember when Paul talked about uh, uh, the laying on of hands of Timothy based on his calling. And so you're supposed to watch a person and to see their life, watch their life and doctrine closely and see if they are called to the ministry and then confirm that call. But when you lay hands on them, then uh, you know that they have now officially, based on the elders or the overseers, have been officially ordained into that office or position. We see this in chapter four. If you'll uh, allow me, as Paul is talking to Timothy, he says in verse 13, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, listen to this, which was given you through the prophetic message when the body of elders, are you ready? Laid hands on you. So you see the body of elders, the leaders laid hands on him. And now Paul is saying, be diligent and Give yourself wholly to the ministry, uh, and it goes on to say in verse 16, 15 and 16, so that everyone sees your progress, watch your life and doctrine closely, persevere in them. And so what is he saying? He's saying, we have officially laid hands on you to be preacher and teacher and public reader of Scripture into the office of pastor. And so later then, when you get to chapter 5, it starts in verse 17. The elders who direct the affairs of the church uh, well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is 
preaching and teaching. Remember, we talked about preaching and teaching before, uh, Timothy, uh, public reading of Scripture, preaching and teaching. Now he's saying the elders or the overseers whose work is preaching and teaching, they, they deserve double honor, all right? So much so that if somebody brings an accusation against an elder, don't even... Don't even entertain it, he says in verse 19. Do not entertain an, an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses, which means there needs to be a legal contract of uh, before you even entertain it because it gets, it's going to make them unfocused. And then verse 20, those who sin, uh, those who sin are to be rebuked publicly so that the others may take warning. In other words, uh, if you if you are going to rebuke uh, an elder, you have to have two or three witnesses, and uh, it's usually a public public shame. That's where he gets to the point of saying, so make sure you don't lay hands on someone too soon because you haven't watched their life yet. You don't know if the, what their character is yet. You give somebody a position of spiritual authority and their character isn't, uh, and their calling isn't sure, uh, then you're just going to cause a whole lot of problems for everyone. So that's what that means. Uh, first and foremost, Miss Carey. Now, when you talk about the laying of hands of elders when it comes to healing, then it's commanded almost. I mean, if you not almost, it is. If you go to James uh, chapter 5, it actually tells us there's some sicknesses where you actually need the, the prayer of the elders uh, and specifically the laying on of hands. It says in verse 16 of chapter 5, that's a James 5, 16. Let's pick it up at 15. And the prayer offered in faith may make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Verse 16, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man uh, is powerful and effective. It goes on to say in verse 14, is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. So there it is. There's the, the anointing, the laying on of hands, the idea of elders covering. And so I hope that's helpful to you. If you want to talk to me about the theology of healing, if you just joined me, then today's topic is that. And my question, what does the scripture say about divine healing? And we've just learned something, haven't we? that uh, the elders of the church can anoint you and pray for you if you are sick, and that will bring a healing through the divine order that God has established. Uh, we also can pray one for another. It says, confess your sins one for another, that you may be healed. And so there is uh, an idea of brothers and sisters being able to pray for one another uh, for healing as well, as well as restoration. Uh, if somebody has fallen into sin, those of you who are spiritual, according to Galatians 6, 1 and 2, you are supposed to restore them gently, all right? Not uh, just put them out there and make them look all bad, but restore them uh, gently. My phone number is 888-432-7434. So what about Jesus? Do you think he did more healing through speaking or healing through touching? Uh, I'm going to give you the answer to it, but I want to know what you're thinking as well. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Landover, Maryland, and talk to Theophilus, who's on the line. Hello, Theophilus. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? 
Good afternoon, Doctor Anderson. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you you just read the scripture that uh, I was going to ask about. I believe it's James five and I believe it's sixteen, where it says yeah. the, the fervent prayer uh, of a righteous man availeth much. What's your take on that? Is there is there a certain condition, spiritual condition or attitude that that constitutes righteousness. So what's your take on it? Thank you so much. Yeah, righteousness is being in a right relationship with God. And so when you're in a right relationship with God, uh, your prayers are really, uh, are, are, can be answered and the power of God can flow through you. If you're not in a right relationship with God, God has no uh, sense of obligation to use you. Now, he can use you even if you are uh, wicked, okay? But uh, if you're righteous, He's saying that those kind of prayers benefit and availeth much. They're effective. They're powerful. It doesn't mean that the man of God or the woman of God need to be perfect. Uh, We try to be perfect in Christ. We try to be righteous in Christ. But the reality is we all have issues. We all have sins. But if you're in right standing with God and uh, you're, you know, somebody's sick and they come to you, you you can pray for them. Uh, and and God will God will use your prayers uh, to bring healing to them, especially if you're a man, a woman of God, uh, of clergy, of uh, been called to the office of of overseer, elder, pastor, deacon, minister. These people, God is saying, I work through order, and I'm establishing an order so that when my power flows and when my anointing flows, it goes from the head which is Jesus is the head of the church through the under shepherd, which is a, the pastor all the way down to the, the woman who has the issue of blood to the bottom of the robe. We also see this same idea in Psalm 133 when it says how good and pleasant it is for men to dwell together in unity and that the anointing flows from Aaron's beard all the way down to his robe. It's this idea of order and God will bring anointing uh, through order. Is that helpful, Theophilus? Yes, sir. Uh, the, the question that you put out, um, uh, I believe that uh, the Lord Jesus did more to touching than than he did to speak. All right. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mark you down as saying more through touching when we get to the second half hour after the uh, bottom of the hour. When I come back, I'm gonna tell you whether you were right or not. Okay, Theophilus. Uh, God bless you. Let's go to Fort Washington, Maryland, and talk to Claudia, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Claudia. This is Dr. David Anderson. How are you? All right. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Glad you called me. Yeah, I've been with the Lord over 45 years, and um, as a minister of the gospel, I have... Turn your radio down just a little bit for me, Miss Claudia. I have witnessed to uh, different methods in which the Lord heals. In the body of Christ, there are individuals with the gift of healing. Yes. And with that gift of healing, uh, the Spirit uses to lay hands on the sick and they recover. However, there's a time in my life where the Lord used a leave for the healing of the nation. My son was sick, and the Lord had me to go to the health food store and get him uh, oil called Oil of Evening Primrose, mm-hmm. which he took. And he recovered. And then there's times when, as a teacher of the word, he has used me to teach the word, and people have been healed. 
and with the word of knowledge, a spoken word. So there's different uh, ministrations of uh, the gift of healing with the same Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Again, uh, I believe that Jesus did more healing in the spoken word because when a person knows who they are in Christ, they will comprehend and understand in their inheritance as sons of God, okay. healing is the children's meat. All <laughs> right. So I got you listed down as spoken, and uh, we have Theophilus down as touching. So in the second half hour, I'm gonna I'm gonna say say who's right based on what I know, and I'm so thankful that you talked about the power uh, of healing, the same Holy Spirit, uh, and yet there are different menstruations or different uh, avenues through which the Lord can heal someone, including through His Word. So thank you so much. Okay, Miss Claudia. One more thing. I had a disc problem in mm-hmm. my back, and the pain was so great. And I wanted the Lord to heal me just spirit to spirit because I, I've seen him do it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, but the, but the pain was so great. And then I said, well, okay, Lord, if this pain is still here, when Saturday come, I'm going to go to the doctor. So it was there when uh, that day came. And I went, well, this was two separate I got 10 minutes. seconds, Miss Claudia. Okay. Went to the doctor and come to find out I had a disc. I mean, excuse me, not the disc, but that's when I had my appendix was about to burst. So, again, even though he's a healer and he used this administration, we got to know what he want to use at that particular time. Thank you so much. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So I was doing yard work the other day, leaning over a prickly bush, holding a heavy pair of electric hedge trimmers, sweat dripping off of me, and thinking to myself, Self, how is it that we've come to loving yard work so much? I think the answer is, aside from being outside in God's handiwork, we love yard work because we love the immediate results and the feeling we get when the job is done. It's Ryan, and at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, helping you with a refinance or cash-out refinance is similar. A lot of people don't want to do it because they don't want the short-term sweat. But when you consider that rates are historically low, and when you consider that our company has a direct lender advantage, getting to use its own money within its own walls, and how that often leads to a better rate and monthly savings for you, the end feeling could definitely be worth it. Plus, we'll do most of the hard work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. Animalist And refinance. Total refinancing charges may be higher for life of loan. Throughout history, the Bible has been celebrated for its inspiring stories of healing. With that in mind, Museum of the Bible is honoring healthcare workers by offering them free admission. For a limited time, all healthcare workers who bring their identification will be admitted to the museum for free. Bring the whole family and enjoy award-winning attractions in immersive exhibitions in a spacious, safe environment. Just two blocks off the National Mall. Museum of the Bible. We're open and ready for you. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Grace to You with John MacArthur is heard Monday through Friday at 9 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. WAVA. 105.1 FM, WAVA. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all, the lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. 
My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of healing. Uh, what does the scripture say about divine healing? And uh, what does the Bible talk about when it talks about healing, and specifically Jesus' healing? Uh, his healing miracles in the New Testament, I asked the question, did he do, do more healing through touching or through speaking? What do you think? We've got a few answers from uh, the studio here. We've got a few answers from our callers, a few answers uh, probably online. I need to double check what you said there. And by the way, we've got to pray for Grace. Grace uh, uh, says she needs some healing, hasn't gone to the doctor yet, so just a general prayer. So let's do that. Lord, we lift Grace up. We lift Linda on uh, Linda up as well. She's on my Facebook page. We pray for both of them uh, that you would bring healing to Grace's body, whatever uh, she's going through. Lord, would you just do a reversal in her body if there's anything foreign that shouldn't be there? And and for Linda, Lord, we just pray that you lift her up out of her funk, that uh, you would just uh, make her smile even through this prayer, knowing that she's with us and we get to hang out together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 888-432-7434. I know something that'll get you out of your funk, Miss Linda, and that is to have Paradise Ice Cream deliver some ice cream to you and put a smile on your face. They have these wonderful flavors, gourmet flavors that they have perfected. Homemade ice cream, caramel baked apple pie is one of the flavors, banana cream pudding, smoked almond whiskey, and strawberry peach margarita. Those are all really, really good. If you want to give them a call, they will deliver ice cream right to you. They're even doing uh, socials right now. If you have a socially distanced social gathering and you want them to bring the party, they can bring the party at a great discount because you are my listeners, okay? Their number is 703-913-9445. That's 703-913-9445. Or go online, paradise-catering.com. All right, let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Don, who's on the line. Hey, Don, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing today? Fine, thank you, Dr. Anderson. How you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm alive and grateful. Glad you're hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Uh, first, I want to say it's more speaking than touching. The more word is pretty powerful. More speaking than touching. Okay, I got you down. There you but, go. But you know, it's kind of funny because my 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 head says touching, but my heart says speaking. Uh huh. Well, what what which one's right? 
I'm going with uh, speaking the yeah. word. So okay. I'm thinking the centurion and all. Uh huh. So um, uh, which one was your head? Uh, which one was your heart? The, the heart was speaking. The head was touching. Okay, so you're going with your heart. Okay, got you. Yes, that's the thing. Uh, as far as healing, um, I've had good and bad experiences with that. I've seen um, the name it, claim it thing with the um, help, wealth, prosperity. Right. And I loved it when you had Kofi. Uh, what's his name? Hen. Uh, Hen. Co- Kofi Hen was talking yeah. about that. Benny Hen's son. Yeah. Yep. His uh, nephew, I believe. Yeah, his nephew. His nephew. He he really put that in perspective. So um, some healings are instant, some are gradual. You know, the gift of healing, and then some healings will take place in heaven, and and that's not meant to be a cop out statement, mm-hmm. but that's meant to be a statement of trust and willing to wait on God. So yes. it ends up making God into like a deal or a bargain. If you don't do this for me, God. I don't right. believe that should be the case. I'm going to serve you whether or not I'm healed here later or now. Yes, yes. So I yes. want to be healed, but, but I love God more than the healing. That's that's what my desire would be. Hopefully it is. That's the right motivation, Lord. I'm I'm going to serve you uh, anyway, like like sort of like Job. Uh, though he slay me, yet will I serve him, you know? <laughs> hey, amen. That's a tr- That's an issue of trust, isn't it? So uh, thanks, yes, sir, it thanks a lot, Don. It's good talking to you today, okay? Blessings to you. So what about Jesus' healing? Two motivations, two reasons for Jesus healing people. Do you know what they are? One is compassion, and the other one is a response to someone's faith. So Jesus might see someone and feel compassion and feel moved, so he would heal them. Um, Also, Jesus would uh, heal people because of their faith. They placed their faith right in front of them, you know, like the woman with the issue of blood. She had faith to push through that crowd and touch him. Uh, and touch the hem of his garment. Or maybe the faith of the centurion who uh, believed that his servant would be healed if Jesus would just speak the word in Luke chapter uh, 7, I believe it is. And so um, Jesus definitely gives us examples of healing through touching. He also gives us examples of healing through speaking. So my trivia question for the hour, and I'm about to give it to you before I go to my break, is did Jesus do more healing through speaking or through touching? Well, my, my engineer, he says touching. My uh, other engineer, she says touching. My uh, producer, she says speaking. Theophilus said touching. Caller Claudia and caller Don both said speaking. So which one is it? Jesus, here's the answer, did more healing through touching. Through touching. He, 14 touching healing miracles and 12 spoken healing miracles while he was on the earth. Hmm. So it's really close. I mean, really close, 12 to 14. So for those of you who was who were betting on it, mm-hmm, somebody put their money on it. I know they did. Let's gamble over the miracles of Jesus. Well, you lost if you said speaking. But give me that money. <laughs> I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the healing miracles of God.
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the theology of healing, and we learned that Jesus did more healings through touching than speaking when he was on the earth. Now, surely now he's probably doing it more through speaking or using other people's hands, but uh, two categories of healing from Jesus, the speaking and touching. So let's list some of them. You want to? And again, if you have a question or a thought about healing and you want to call me it is theological thursday but here are the spoken ones there are 12 spoken ones 14 touching ones and here's the thing i mean 
Jesus can heal any way he wants. It's just interesting how close it is. So you can basically it's 50-50. But the healing of the nobleman's son, spoken. Restoring a demon-possessed man, spoken. Healing the paralytic, spoken. Healing an invalid at Bethesda, spoken. Restoration of the withered hand, spoken. Healing of the centurion servant, spoken. Restoring a blind and mute demoniac, spoken. Curing of the demon-possessed man, spoken. Healing of the Syrophoenician girl, spoken. Healing of the child with a demon, spoken. Healing of 10 men with leprosy. Remember that one in Luke 17? One came back to say thank you. Jesus didn't touch any of them. He did said, go show yourself to the priest, spoken. And then what about the raising of Lazarus? Remember that one? Lazarus, come out. <laughs> I'm sure he sounded just like that. Uh, or it could have been like, yo, Lazarus, come out. But here's the thing. All of that was just him speaking. And by the way, guess what? He created the heavens and the earth through speaking, right? It okay, y'all ready for this? You ready for this? Come on now. Watch this. Every single part of creation was through the word of God. All were speaking, 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 speaking until he made man and woman. The fingerprints of God. He said, oh, no, I'm not going to speak this one. I got to touch this. My fingerprints are on the, on the human psyche, the human body, the human creation. That's a place for a shout, but I'm not preaching. So you can't shout unless you're just in your car and you really want to say, go ahead, God. But you have the very fingerprints of God on you. So out of all the miracles, when he created the heavens and the earth, let there be light. Boom. There was light. Let the fish do this. Boom. The fish did that. Let's hang the sun, the moon, the stars, all this. He did not use his hands at all. He only reserved his hands for his humans. And then he picked up the dirt from the ground. And he created humankind. And then what did he do with the woman? He took the rib out of the man's uh, side and he made woman. He's got the, he got the fingerprints of God on you. That's why we stand for life. That's why we stand for life because every life is so important from the womb to the tomb. Somebody say amen. Oh, no, they saying it in the studio. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, the healing uh, of the Lord was through speaking and through touching. He did more through touching than speaking. And he did more than healing miracles. You know, he did nature miracles as well. Uh, you know, whether it's turning the water into wine or, or the catch of the fish where he told uh, Peter to drop his net or the calming of the storm or even the, the feeding of the 5,000, the walking on water. These are all miracles he did. They're just not healing miracles. They're what we call nature miracles. And so when you talk about the miracles of Jesus, there are two kinds of miracles. He either did nature miracles or he did healing miracles. Okay. And so if I were to say count out, count up all the, the miracles of Jesus in the New Testament, how many miracles do you think Jesus did? If you were to count them all up, how many miracles do you think he did? I'm, I'm talking about healing miracles and 
uh, nature miracles, if you were to add them all up, how many do you think Jesus did? Anybody have a guess? 888-432-7434. That is my number if you want to call me and tell me how many miracles you think Jesus did in the New Testament, uh, then give me a call, 888-432-7434. Since I only have a couple minutes left, I'm going to send you a free book, How to Think Like a Gracious. If that's uh, a free book that you want, all you got to do now is call and got to get the answer right, though. That's the other uh, deal there. You got to get the answer right. There's only one answer or maybe two. Hmm. There's one answer or maybe two. And I'm going to give it to you. Uh, it's a little piece of a trivia, but I'm going to uh, make you work for it. So if you think you know, uh, if you get either the first answer or the second answer, I'm going to give you a freedom on this one. But it's either one or two. And uh, all you have to do is call me and say, yep, this is how many miracles Jesus did in the New Testament. And if you get one or the other answer, I'm sending you the free book. I'm going to sign it before I leave the studio, and I'm going to ask somebody to stick it in the mail, and it's going to come to your house within a couple of days. Okay? That's how it's going to work. 888-432-7434. That is my number live here in studio. You only got a minute uh, to give me a call, so get in where you fit in, all right? Let's talk to Lenard, who's in Washington, D.C., or Leonard, who's in Washington, D.C., Hello, Leonard. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for of calling. Of course, I've been listening. No problem. Been listening to the show, and my answer is too many for us to be able to count. <laughs> and I and I say that based on John, twenty first chapter, verse twenty five, uh-huh. where it says, "Many miracles." And we know that even the healings, that's only what's recorded. Yes. Everything that Jesus did is not recorded. Right, right. Well, that's true. You know what? I love your answer so much. I'm going to send you a free book. That ain't the one I'm looking for, though. I'm <laughs> looking for the recorded one. But because you work for that one, and I love the fact that that is true, we really don't know how many he actually did. But the ones that are recorded are the ones I'm counting. But the fact that you said that answer, and I like it so much, I'm sending you a free book. How's that sound? Praise God. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hold on. They're going to get your information. All right. Let me go to uh, Columbia, Maryland, talk to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? Hi, Dr. Hi, Dr. Anderson. I haven't spoken with you in such a um, long time. I miss you so much. Oh, we miss I you too. I can't wait the church is open because I need to be doing some joyous work. But the go. answer is 40 miracles. 40 miracles. That ain't the answer I'm looking for. Dang. But it was. I was so how do you know you were close? Because <laughs> I, I, I felt it in my spirit. Oh, you felt it in your spirit. Oh, you didn't go count them. You just felt 40 in your Well, don't feel don't feel 40 in your spirit if you go play the numbers, all right? <laughs> hey, Lisa, it's so good to hear your voice. I'm so glad you're still alive. I'll see oh you one God, day down God. the road. Okay. I'm running to my break. I'm coming back. When I get to the other side, I'm going to tell you how many miracles recorded did Jesus actually do when he was on the earth in the New Testament. I'll be right back.
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye, and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by going to LASIK.com or texting EYES to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds. The LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes, and most patients can get back to work the following day. The LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures for as little as $220 per eye. What's that text again? Text EYES to 350-350 or go to LASIK.com. Again, to schedule your free consultation today, go to LASIK.com or text EYES to 350-350. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment and praise our plumbers for the clean and meticulous work that they do. They have a rough and oftentimes dirty job, but they're always able to do it with a smile. So if you have a water leak, a toilet that doesn't work, old faucets you'd like replaced, or even a new water heater you'd like installed, I'm happy to send out one of our master plumbers. Just give us a call at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Or you can reach us online at aactionhomeservices.com. Don Crow here talking with local expert realtor Christy Moore, and she's sharing some amazing statistics with me. Don, what most people don't know is that 42% of the properties listed in the DMV will not sell. There are over 115 variables that affect your bottom line when you decide to sell your house. Our team of experts know how to navigate those variables to ensure your home sells at a great price in the time frame you need. With thousands of transactions closed and over 100 years of experience, if you decide to take our advice, you will sell your house. We've sold dozens of homes that didn't sell the first time for at or more than the previous asking price and typically in less than 30 days. Contact Christy Moore at 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. One more time, contact Christy at 866-404-5858. Why not give her a call right now? And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Take Your Marriage from Good to Great bundle with online marriage videos, audio sessions, and downloads of an ebook, a couple quiz, and a questionnaire. You'll also be entered to win Dinner for Two with Family Life Today's Dave and Ann Wilson and attend a live taping of the program. Go to WAVA.com and use the keyword marriage. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So, how many miracles did Jesus uh, do, perform in the New Testament? Let's see what Roy has to say. Let me go there real quick. Hey, Roy, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Good. You got an answer for me? I do, but I like the first answer so much, man. I hate to just guess that. I'm guessing 33. 30, oh, you know what? That's a smart guess just because uh, that's how many years he lived. You know, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the reason I did. Yeah, that's, the Bible's full of numbers. Yeah, that, that's just a cool. That's a cool answer. He could have did a miracle a year, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, and it's not. <laughs> it ain't thirty three. But okay. that's all right. I like it. It's it's closer than than uh, Lisa's forty though. She felt it in her spirit wrong. I mean, you know, okay. in her spirit right, but it wasn't 
Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, Roy. Thanks for hanging with me, man. Okay. Appreciate you. All right. Let me go to Marie, see if I can get it real quick. Hello, Marie. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm well. How are you? Good. You got an answer for me? 37. How many? 37. 37. No, so close, but nope, not 37. Oh, but I I got something for you. Let me tell you something. God did 39 miracles in the Old Testament. Okay. So how about that? So now I'm going to help you out with this. Do you know how many books there are in in the Bible? Yes. How many? 66 books. 66. And in the Old Testament, okay. how many books are in the Old Testament? 39. Right. And how many miracles did God do in the Old Testament? 39. Come on now. So how many miracles you think of Jesus in the New Testament? 27. Come on. There it is, Marie. Touchdown. That's right. Touchdown. Is that crazy or what? I did not know that. I know. It's a revelation. I counted them up myself. Now, here's the thing. Wow. Here's the thing. It depends on whether you count the resurrection as a miracle that Jesus did. Let me tell you why. 26 of the miracles he did. Now, if you count the resurrection of Christ as a miracle, that makes number 27. So I count it because, first of all, because it's cool that it's 27. Second of all, it's the miracle of all miracles. So it's like he did number 27 and then he dropped the mic. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Drop the mic. That's it. So anyway, there you have it. I'm going to send you a book. You hold on. Okay. I'm going to send you a book because yes, you, you hung out with me, uh, Marie. And you got the answer right once I helped you out with it. It's 26 miracles or 27 if you count the resurrection. Some people are like, well, no, uh, God raised them from the dead. That's true. But Jesus Christ also said in at least three passages. Let me read it real quick. In John 11:25, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me uh, will live and never die. He says he's the resurrection and the life. In John 10, verses 17 and 18, he says this. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority, here it is, to take it up. And then what about in John 2, 19? He says, you destroy this temple, I will raise it up again in three days. He said, I will do it. So yes, the Holy Spirit did it. Yes, God the Father did it. But I believe Jesus was a part of it as well. That makes the 27th miracle, the resurrection of Christ, 39 miracles in the Old Testament of God, 27 New Testament miracles of Jesus equals 66, 66 books in the Bible. Come on, somebody, you're going to make me preach. But I have to go, so let's pray. (laughs) Dear Lord, we thank you that you're so powerful and that you still do miracles to this day, more than we could ever count. And uh, Lord, even though these are recorded, we know, like our brother said, that is not all that you have done nor all you will do. But we thank you that you are still doing it. Do it again, again, and again, we pray. Amen and amen.